Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to a new edition of Around the Hearn. It's a gloomy Friday here in January, and I've got a couple of guests in Jason Geyser of WLIO, your hometown stations, and Lee W. Malwin, the uh, proprietor of the Dayton and Cincinnati Sports Podcast that are terrific interviews coming up here in a few, but I don't know how really to start this podcast. I, I wanted to talk about so many of the great things that are going on in the area. Unfortunately, I was not able to record this on a Thursday like normal, or it might be a completely different episode. Something pretty big in real life happened in the last handful of hours, and if you follow me on Twitter, it's at Michael Hearn PVP. Uh, there's there's an outpouring of support right now. I tweeted earlier on about uh, the how I was thinking of praying for everybody in Ottawa and uh, Ottawa Glendorf specifically. I don't really want to get into the whole thing here about what happened. All I wanted to say is that uh, I'm praying for Brad Shoemaker, the JV coach at Ottawa Glendorf, his entire family, his four young boys who unfortunately lost their mother this morning uh, out in Ottawa or out near Ottawa. And uh, just uh, it's kind of as a personal thing. And I know that's not generally what it's about, but again, sometimes human being trumps everything else. I was 33 when I lost my dad and I'm 37 now. And I think about my dad every day, every single day. And I cannot imagine the hell that those four little boys are going to go through. Uh, Angie was in a car accident this morning on 224 and unfortunately did not survive. Was pronounced at the scene by the Putnam County Coroner. Ottawa Glendorf canceled their game tonight. They were supposed to take on Bath. And just, just, I, I hate... I just hate hearing these type of stories where someone loses their loved one. And my thoughts and prayers are with the entire Ottawa Glendorf community, especially with Brad and his entire family. And uh, there's not very many places I spend much more time in that I love more than Ottawa. And uh, it just, it breaks my heart for the whole community. Um, So if you can, you know, that's your thing. Just think about, how lucky you are every day to spend any amount of time with any of your loved ones. Make sure you tell them that and uh, just think about it every time you're with someone and and be careful out on the roads, both with the rain and driving. And I've got two terrific interviews coming up in Jason Geyser and Lee W. Mallon back in just a bit here with more of the show. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters, like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench, ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866 Lee Kinsel. 
Back here on the show, and I've tried to find things that are a little bit different, a little bit the same as this show at the same time, and try to talk about as much of that one big thing in uh, a lot of podcasts that are kind of like this, and one in the Cincinnati-Dayton area, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, which you can find all 129 episodes of since the uh, 2017 uh, middle of the year with Lee W. Mallon, and it's kind of the same thing in a way where we both love the area that we're fortunate enough to be from and cover, and just uh, try to outlet that and let people know what's going on. Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me aboard. And yeah, I, I agree. That's why I started my podcast, uh, just because there's such a vast amount of sports in the area, and they need love, and they need people to know about it. So that's why I do the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast, and I'm actually going to record my first episode of the new decade tomorrow. And it's it's interesting, too, because you've got a handful of different things that I'm able to do up here. You obviously have a lot more hockey down there, whereas we don't. We have to go north about an hour to Finley to be able to get hockey. We are pretty lucky. In southwest Ohio, we have uh, 12 schools. We don't have that many hockey rinks. Cincinnati only has oh, pretty much three rinks open to the public, one uh, private rink. And in Dayton, we have a couple, including Troy's Hobart Arena, where I'm at at South Metro Sportsplex in Centerville with the Elks and Springboro. We also have the Kettering Ice Arena. Yeah, I mean, high school hockey is my big thing right now. And let me tell you, always a busy weekend, but always great action. Well, it gives you kind of a different look at it, too, because you've gotten to do a lot of the play-by-play and color versions of it the last handful of years. And you also get to do a lot of PA announcing. And it's... Kind of different, but it's the same in that you're able to see and help support the kids, I would imagine. Absolutely. I mean, the similarity is I have a microphone in front of my face, and the difference, of course, is with PA, I'm not saying what's happening. You're watching it with your own eyes, and you just hear my voice saying who's up to bat. It's hard to believe that college baseball is starting next month. Can you believe that? But, no, I mean, PA and play-by-play, you get to see so many great athletes and great games and meet so many great people. And it's really a treat in Southwest Ohio. We really do have it lucky with sports, high school, uh, collegiate and pro semi-pro it's all here. And when you're sick, it doesn't make for as great (laughs) of uh, a time for you, obviously personally, like the last episode last week where you went into the 2020s and look back a little bit at the last 10 years or so of what you've been able to do. Did it surprise you, some of the things that you were able to look up and go, oh, I remember doing that? A little bit. Uh, I have everything recorded on my website, so, you know, it's kind of like a ginormous resume. Um, I was surprised I got through that episode. My big struggle was trying to find a way to say, hey, here's all what I've done. It's awesome. I appreciate all my opportunities. I think I had... Close to 100 or so takes. I was starting to get upset with myself how much I was screwing up. And also, I realized that in that last episode, I probably didn't sound too great because my voice still wasn't uh, back to normal. It still isn't back to normal quite yet, but, you know, I'm, I'm a lot better now. Thank, it's thank funny for that. that you say that. I didn't realize uh, an episode I did a couple weeks ago that I guess I sounded worse than I felt. And one of my friends called me out on it of, How'd you get through that? Well, just a handful of takes, and I I felt better than I sounded. Uh, for me, I knew I wasn't feeling well, and I got sick for the second time. 
in the span of two months. What really killed me was my last PA event, we were wrestling for places, you know, first through pretty much six. And that's when I needed my voice the most to announce the champions. And, oh, that was that was a struggle. And I, I really felt disappointed in myself. And yes, I know, I can't help when I'm sick. But at the same time, I wasn't able to do my job to the best of my ability because my voice was going out of me. And that broke my heart. And then the next day, I couldn't make it to Hobart Arena in Troy for the Miami Valley Freeze's last day because uh, pretty much you don't want to hear someone whispering on a YouTube video what's happening. Like, and he's got the puck over towards the left, over towards the right, score. But, of course, that's not how I do my play-by-play. There probably are videos like that. There probably are, and people actually like the really quiet stuff, but I'm not a really quiet person. <laughs> I've been surprised by the things that people like over the years. There's a guy named Joey who just yells random incoherent things, and my buddy Rob is not a fan. I I just kind of <laughs> laugh at it. Something for everybody, I guess. Different strokes for different folks. So how did you make kind of make that transition where you were doing I, a lot of different I, online things, and you were kind of branching out, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. How did you make that jump to decide, all right, I'm going to start this podcast and see what happens? You know, the podcast was an idea I've had since I graduated college. It was, uh, I forget when I bought my first USB microphone. It's like, I'm going to do it. But then looking up, hosting and everything, there wasn't a lot of free options, you know, a couple years back. So I, I never got around to it. And then finally in July 2017, I said, why am I still not doing this? You know, I mean, there's not a lot of jobs in the media market around here, and I'm not getting a lot of opportunities for it, so why don't I do my own thing? So I finally decided, you know what? Pick a name, pick what you're going to talk about, and go with it. Now, of course, the podcast has seen a couple name changes, <laughs> uh, but I've been trying to keep with it weekly so that, you know, I make the promise to myself, you know, if this doesn't get me a job after all, at least I'm proving that I can do it, and I'm actually sticking with the plan of doing it weekly. Well, I think too, it's one of those things that people will notice that are listening. I know I try to listen to as much as I can, that it shows how much you love the area and especially love being able to help promote high school sports. I mean, this is my, this is my home area. I've been around Dayton, Ohio all my life, Cincinnati, Ohio all my life. It's, that's my home. It's my, you know, backyard. And, these kids that play, these athletes and the fans, they deserve the best. And that's what I try to do with, you know, podcasting, tweeting and everything. It's just, I try my best to highlight the good parts about local sports. You go back and you look uh, kind of big career things you've been able to do or be able to see. you got a couple that really stick out. Yeah, I've, I've been very lucky with the opportunities and as of late, I've been doing a lot better about my career. Granted, I'm not entirely satisfied where I'm at. I'm still working towards it, but I've gotten to do some really neat things. I mean, the greater Miami Valley wrestling association's holiday tournament. I've been a part of for the previous four goes and next year will be my fifth one. It'll be the tournament's 50th all time. So that's huge. Uh, there's not a lot of public address announcers that get to work at 
both Division One schools in the area. For me, that's Dayton and Wright State. That's really cool. Uh, getting to see high school hockey and pretty much having all of Southwest Ohio's hockey families know who I am because of the work I do. That's that's something I don't take for granted. It's awesome to talk about hockey with all those folks. Like I mentioned, I'm still working to where I want to be, and I'm not, you know, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied until I'm buried in the ground. I, I've had a really, really cool career, and I look forward to growing even further in the 2020s. Well, uh, people want to make sure that they follow along with you. I encourage them to do that. Just uh, an absolutely terrific job you do with the podcast and everything going on down there. They want to stay up to date on all things Lee. How do they do that? Uh, my main platform is on Twitter. It's at the Lee W Mallon and pretty much look forward to local sports. Um, lately I've been getting back on the gift game. Uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe, maybe you find that interesting right now. It's high school hockey. It's my main, uh, go-to college hoops. I work at uh, UD for women's basketball for the officials replay where the officials, if they want to see something, they walk up and, they look at a big TV screen. It's like, hey, this happened. Like, yep, that sure did happen. So that's really cool, too. Uh, but pretty much local sports, that's what I'm about. So if you like Cincinnati and Dayton stuff, Twitter at the Lee W. Mallon. You can friend me on Facebook. I'll share some local sports with that or mostly on Facebook, just uh, pictures of cute cats of my fiance. She really likes cats. because That's part of her job. Uh, and also on uh, the podcast, uh, I have a Twitter for that, too. It's Sin Day Pod, C-I-N Day Pod. Uh, that's where I normally share my episodes and say, hey, you want to mail me some questions? You know, go here or stuff like that. So Twitter at the Lee W. Mallon is the best way to follow along. Well, I thank you so much for doing this, and I wish you the best of success with everything that you've got going on. Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for including me on this podcast. I love the stuff that you do. And folks, I, I know you already know because, no, he's Michael Hearn. But if you want Northwest Ohio <laughs> that sports, five bucks will my area, Starbucks. Starbucks. That's it. That's all I quit. It's a cheap Starbucks. Uh, no, um, the cheap, the cheap Starbucks. That's that's a thing. Star <laughs> pennies. Un poquito. Uh, give Michael Hearn love, all right? Because he, he's pretty much me. You, you're pretty much me. I don't know why I refer to you in the third person, but. You're pretty much me, except you're in the Lima, Northwest Ohio area where I'm Southwest. You just but made it feel like you're a good guy, Michael. I appreciate you. <laughs> you're, you're a good guy, Michael, so, and I appreciate your friendship. It's a weird inception way to end. That's uh, the one and only Lee W. Mallon <laughs> as we roll on here on the show, back with some more content here in just a few after this. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters, like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench, ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. Back here on the show uh, talking to uh, Jason Geyser, the sports director at WLAO here in Lima, and a very well-traveled path from Ohio State back to Lima throughout your life. Yeah, there's a shorter route than going through uh, the northern expanses of Michigan and Wisconsin to get from Columbus to Lima, that's for sure. Either that or you're just really bad with the highway. 
well, it was all before Google Maps, man. I was trying to I was trying to decipher that myself. That's how that went. I was lost for years, and then someone told me you could just do it on your phone. <laughs> oh man, who knew? It's kind of an odd thing, but um, I didn't think about this till the other day. Unfortunately, we Vince goes passed away last week, and there's been a lot that has kind of come out that maybe I, I didn't even realize growing up here with him. Uh, really, the last, what, 40 years, the sports director job has pretty much just been you and him in Lima. Yeah, there have been four people uh, since, like, the early 80s. Whenever Vince elevated from his original hiring position here to sports director, it was him for, I, I believe, 27 and a half was the number. And then there was like a four or five year period where Joe Downs and Andy Young both uh, sat in that chair. And uh, then when Andy moved to Buffalo, I followed him. So it has not been a lot of people sitting in that sports director chair at WLIO. And I think that's good. I think you want in small market television, all the best small market TV stations I've worked at have had continuity at news director, at lead anchor, at chief meteorologist, at sports director. And then it's not a big deal when it's this constant overturn of young people coming through there uh, because, you know, the people making the decisions kind of know what they're, what they're talking about. Or at least you should hope so. Yeah, or can at least pretend they know what they're talking about in my <laughs> position. Which, that's the Jason Geyser way, isn't it? <laughs> Come on. Fake it till you make it, man. Just it's fake been, it till you make it, what, exactly. 20, 22 years. 22 years of that. It's <laughs> worked so far. It's the radio thing I always use. It's not a mistake unless people blatantly can figure it out. <laughs> you call me on it, then we got some trouble. Well, it's only because being the fact that I think, kind of like yourself, I've worked a little bit of everywhere, I can spot it of, I don't think that was how that was supposed to go. Normal people, so to speak, probably aren't figuring it out. Yeah, we talk all the time about the decisions we make and the screw-ups we have, and so much of it is behind the scenes where you're like, Boy, that was a roller coaster of a Friday night. But I think on the air, what we call viewer perception was okay still. Uh, I don't know how, because we never had control of that vehicle storming out of control over the cliff for one second. Uh, but I think it played out okay. Uh, we tell ourselves that with a lot of the little mistakes that'll happen. Or when we're making decisions like, you know, what kind of a story to make out of things. In the end, I always have to remind myself that general public who didn't go to journalism school or broadcasting school or communication school doesn't know all those little differences. They just want you to do a good job talking about what's important to them. Well, and, you know, I think we normally figure that out. Hopefully. I mean, I, and I think sometimes it's hard to remember like, oh yeah, how, how would I just sit and tell you this story? Well, maybe I don't need these eight details that I think are neat. They're not going to care. Oh, I think you and I are a lot alike in that. I think we don't, both don't, love don't put that the on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh yeah, I think we are both fatheads. Um, I have spent twenty-two years, sometimes terribly convoluting stories, because I want to get in all these interesting little factoids that I found out. And when I look back later that night, or a week later, or a year later, I'm like, eh, that story would have been better if I had kept it simple. And sometimes, though, that's the hardest thing of, you know, like I have a folder of things for games or shows or whatever where, all right, this is really neat. Like, I, if this happens, like, this is going to be a really cool thing. And then 
sometimes you kind of get obsessed with a number or a factoid of, well, I'm going to figure out a way to work this in come hell or high water. <laughs> We're guilty of that. I'll notice. Like, let's say you're getting ready for a player to score their thousandth career point or a coach to get his 400th victory or whatever it is. And you've got like a week's notice and you're kind of counting it down. And you notice that like the, the three or four games that it takes to get there, you're always using a shot of that person and you're writing in there, oh, they're expected to hit this milestone. And eventually you're like, wait, until they do it, let's just, let's just chill on that. <laughs> I don't want to hit people with that for a week and a half of games. Oh, it's kind of like oh yeah, he's at three ninety six. Now he's at three ninety seven. <laughs> oh, now he lost two straight. So now it's going to take an extra week. It's kind of like the you watch the national games, and by the fifth time you hear, you know, oh, a guy went to Princeton. I know. Oh, I know. The, and the I Kentucky get that joke. They have to keep. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Kentucky joke is uh, Nick Richards, who's a junior. Last year, he was announced every time by the national crews as sophomore Nick Richards or Quade Green, the point guard who transferred out to, I believe he's at Villanova now. He was always announced as being from Philadelphia. And it's like, even my wife picked it up and, you know, she listens to it. I guess I would say a little more technical than a normal person. But when she's just, oh, yeah, well, there's Quade Green. Well, you know where he's from, right? <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. They right. decided they had to. Uh, I, I fall into that trap. <laughs> it's never they, these these people that come from Lima and, and go on to do big things where they're still making the sportscast after they leave, like you know Xavier Simpson and guys like that. It's always Lima senior grad Xavier Simpson. <laughs> it's never just oh here's X. You all know who he is. You're all watching uh, Versailles grad Justin Arns. <laughs> you know I always have to put that on there because eh, well eh, not everybody's always going to know so. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and the one time that you don't say it, you'll get a, an email or a tweet from a guy. Where's he from? I don't I don't yeah, know. Or, Why should I know this kid? Especially in a case like, you know, like Justin, who, you know, I mean, he's good for four points a game or whatever. Both him and his brother are, are, are good for that. And they're, they're not the guys scoring 25 points who you think of as surefire people that are going to get in the highlights. Yeah, the time that you don't explain, oh, this local kid is doing really well and he scored a couple of buckets, then somebody's going to be like, why did you show the kids that only scored four points? Well, because he's the only reason I'm showing Michigan State highlights. Well, and it, it's backwards because the last handful of years when you had John Rawlings, you had to make him sort of pretend to, that he cares about Ohio State being a Purdue grad and a Michigan guy. <laughs> oh, he cares, just not in the way we do, or I do. I know you don't. <laughs> I've heard that story from him both on and off the air, so I know exactly how he feels about it. Yeah, that was that was me for 10 years working in northern Michigan. Just grit your teeth and smile and try to say nice things or at least nothing bad. That's kind of how I am with the wife being a Kentucky fan. I just kind of I'm just there now. Well, I mean, yeah, you're not you're not an Ohio State guy, right? You got you got other allegiances. So, right. and yeah, I I know, man. I I am well familiar with being immersed in a in a fan base that you really either don't care about the teams they root for or actively root against the teams they root for. That's been, that's been all my professional life. The problem is, is that I have a radio show every week where I just pick at Ohio state fans partially because I don't know, it's an oppositionist view. The other part, cause they annoy me. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun to be the, uh, to be the devil's advocate to wear the black hat, so to speak. Sometimes. 
And if you can deal with the hate mail and you have thick skin, go ahead and do it. Yeah, much like Rawlings never had one single day when he lived here that he didn't wear something with that stupid block M on it. Uh, I, I spent 10 years in northern Michigan uh, pretty much wearing thin every piece of Ohio State clothing that I had. And, you know, every Christmas, that's what mom always gets you is something with your team's logo on it because when you're a grown-up, what else does your mom get you for Christmas? And <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I very rarely wore anything that didn't have an Ohio State logo on it for 10 years up there. I can tell you, being a Florida State fan, my mom always says, uh, you know, I was going to get you like a, a really neat like hoodie or something. Like, you're a Florida fan, right? <laughs> Close. No, Mom. You're missing a whole word and a completely better color scheme. <laughs> my buddy uh, that I went to college with, he's from Boston, and we went to Ohio State together. His family over in the Northeast could never figure out where he was. They were they were always pretty sure he was at Iowa State, uh, <laughs> but they really had no idea what happened between Boston and Los Angeles. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's we are all the same. We are all flyover, my friend. That's what Jason Aldean keeps telling everybody. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's a country singer. <laughs> You're from Hamler. You should know country music. Oh, man. There's a country festival in Hamler now. That is that is not my speed, though. I liked country back when it was real country and not just pop, pop stars wearing tight jeans and cowboy hats. Well, women keep I'm, I'm a Willie and Whalen country. I'm a Willie and Whalen country type of guy. Maybe that's why you'll never get a statue in Hamler. Because I'm not buying in. I'm not, I'm not part of the... The, the country fest scene. Yeah, but I'm a big summer fest guy. The bro I country. I will polka until the, uh, until the cows come home. I don't know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you have had, though, I would imagine, quite a few memorable moments being able to cover all the uh, great things just in the last decade that kids from uh, the area have been able to do. Oh, it's been so much fun. We've had... I mean, on the, both on the home front and abroad, we've had so much success in the, this is my eighth year back home in Lima. Um, I mean, from, from guys like the, the, there's always a basketball player, a football player playing high D one. We put guys in the pros. It was a lot of fun last fall going out to Sacramento and doing a story with, uh, both Taryn Sullivan and Anthony McClish, who were both in the Sacramento Kings organization. Uh, you know, and not even that stuff that takes you, we always think, oh, what big stuff have you gotten to do? But just stuff at home, like, you know, the Lima Locos winning championships seemingly every other year. And uh, Lima Senior, LCC, Crestview, uh, Jackson Center, the, for, for girls, some of those Shelby County teams and MAC teams, state championships never get old. It never gets tiring going to Columbus and covering these kids playing at the highest level. Gas up the car. Have camera, will travel is pretty much how that goes, I think. Yeah, it's great, and especially because we're getting into the time now. And for my money, oh, man, late January through the first couple of weeks of February, that's the dog days to me. Winter is, there's so much basketball. Like in the fall, there's like a bunch of different sports going on, and you're kind of dabbling here and there. And in winter, it's just basketball, 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 basketball. Drive to the snow or the ice, get to the gym. And it gets a little repetitive. Or so in your case, once four that gyms. tournament starts, yeah, exactly, four gyms in one night for all of us. Uh, so you're really, man. Once you can see that bracket, it, it just it breathes new life into you after 
what feels like for us meaningless regular season games. They're not meaningless to those involved, but you know they're just kind of run together in, in the public's eyes and in our eyes. Uh, and then when that bracket starts, it's it's this breath of fresh air, and those what four weeks culminating in that trip to Columbus with I know attendance is down, but that is still one of my favorite places to end up is at the shot or St. John arena that middle of March for that tournament. That's, that's great to cover every time. I can tell you, I've never been to St. John arena and I'm excited about uh, the possibility that we'll have a couple of girls teams down there this year to be able to go into that building. And everybody says, you know, tells me all about it and about what it's like. I'm excited for March for that, but What's crazy is the tournament draw is now just over a month away. Yes, too early. <laughs> I talk to coaches about that all the time. It was, all right, you go through that weird little half sprint before you get to January 1st, and then you get set up for that marathon, and all of them are like, yeah, we're tired of playing against ourselves. Yes. Yeah, it gets it gets old real quick. Uh it is that, that tournament, and you talked about St. John. Not to, not to go back, but I grew up going to that place, and my entire college career—that's where the Buckeyes played. And we didn't miss, boy, I didn't miss more than four or five games. Uh, I covered Ohio State teams both for school stuff and for uh, just as kind of a volunteer reporter for WNDH Radio up in Napoleon. I covered Ohio State games in that building. Uh, I watched my alma mater, Patrick Henry, win a state championship in that building. Uh, while I was going to Ohio State, I have a lot of great memories in that old barn. I haven't been in there in the 20 years since they stopped using it. I'm really looking forward to getting back there. And hopefully there are many, many people from the area down there tailgating outside. <laughs> well, that's never a problem. Half of them are coaches that didn't make it there. That's true. They're just going to take the days no matter what. I'm surprised we don't just shut the whole area down anytime for like that two <laughs> really weeks. Good. Northwest Ohio. Don't bother coming to school today right, because closed. nobody wants to be here. We're closed. Uh, and it is always amusing because sitting in that press row calling those games, I always look back and I see about everybody's wearing their school's shirt. So you look back and you're like, man, there's a lot of coaches here. Like this is Yeah, crazy. I got out. The, the first one, boy, I was here a couple of years before I got down to cover one because I, it's, you know, it's kind of not uh, Saturday is the finals, and uh, unless we have such a workload that it necessitates bringing me in on my day off and paying me overtime and all that stuff, then we're obviously not going to do it. Uh, the first couple years I was here, it wasn't necessary. And then when I finally got down there, I got out of my car, and I was 15 feet away from Archbold coach Doug Krause, who's the twin brother of the coach that was at Patrick Henry when I was in high school, Dave Krause. And it was just immediately old home week. As soon as I set foot out of the car, before I had even grabbed the camera out of the back seat, I was immersed in all of these coaches, all these familiar faces, having been gone for 20 years, stepping right back into it. That were all just, you know, it was between sessions, so they ran out to the car. <laughs> and yet still no statue in Hamler. No, I'm working on it, man. Get on it, people. I got, I got, a, I got a long way to go, man. There's a... Uh, multi-millionaire composer and a former Miss Ohio who are in line ahead of me, I think. Uh, Not bad for a town of 600 people. Pish posh. <laughs> I think you're doing a fine job, and I think you guys, especially you, do a wonderful job of uh, always putting the kids first and making sure that you know their stories get out there. Well, that's nice of you, man. That is, that is what we do. 
I am old enough to know that a sports cast doesn't work when it's forced into being all about the, the, the guy on air. Um, that makes me cringe. I see it in so many places, both uh, not locally here, but in small stations like our own across the country and on higher levels where these guys think it's their platform to do their stand-up routine Who and hey, everybody dynamite? look at me and it's, yeah, yeah, it drives me nuts, man. Just, just get on there, in, introduce people to the show for five seconds and get to the highlights, dude. Yeah. And that's, that's what I believe in and that's how we're going to do it here until they tell me I'm not welcome anymore. So, well, you know, that might, that might happen. You haven't done your, uh, oh, that, could ha- that could happen at any time, buddy boy. Anytime <laughs> I wear a spin. <laughs> you might, uh, you might, when you do your Seinfeld episode or, you know, whatever other random entire pop culture thing you get, that might not go well. No, no. Well, we'll see though. Hopefully it's ways down the road. Uh, you got any big things coming up in terms of stories? Um, oh, you caught me off guard. <laughs> um, Let's see. Where, what are we working ask. on this I was trying week? To put I can, you over. Oh well, I, well, yeah. I mean, if you're just looking at the short term, uh, it's a great week for girls basketball in the area. Bath Audeville. I'm not sure when this is airing, but Bath Audeville is Tuesday, and Bath OG. Not to harp on Bath, but it's, they just happen to be the the team that I'm looking at this week. Because Bath OG is Thursday, and I just and happen to be doing that game. That so are, go ahead and pump that. Uh, I knew you wouldn't mind that at all. What is that? The last nine WBL champions or eight? Yeah, and two of the three longest winning streaks in conference history too have come from those two schools. Yeah, and it went immediately. It was it was Bath dominating straight into OG dominating, and I think this is the best Bath team uh, that they've had since their days of winning titles. I think that's a who knows how it's going to go, but on paper going in, I think that's a ton of fun. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk to the coaches about that and. And uh, that'll probably make the air on Wednesday at our place with the game being Thursday. Um, and then, obviously, we get back into a Hoops Friday night on Friday. So everything he's talking about except for Hoops Friday night, you can go back and watch either on hometownstations.com or on their Facebook because this is probably coming out on Thursday. Yeah, I should have asked you when this was going to air before <laughs> I started pimping anything. But there's no way I know what's happening after this week. <laughs> I do not plan that far ahead. Uh, if people want to follow you and figure out exactly what that is, how do they do that? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Jason Geyser, J-A-Y-S-O-N-G-E-I-S-E-R. I'm relatively active on there. I think that's probably the best way. I don't know. Uh, uh, we post our stories to the station's Facebook page, which you can search uh, your hometown stations, I believe, and, and find that. But I'm not really active on Facebook other than that. I'm, I'm of the age group that I'm a Twitter guy. No Instagram or anything like that. I am way too old. You're not doing it for the gram. No, no gram, no uh, no Snapchat, none of that stuff. <laughs> That's Jason Geyser. Thank you so much for doing this. Mike, thanks for having me, man. Anytime. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. A big thanks to Jason and to Lee for uh, coming in and dropping some knowledge on everything that they have going on. Two terrific guys that do a lot for their area in sports and 
I hope that uh, you learned a little bit about those two guys, two of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, you look around the area. Last night was a big night for girls' high school basketball because it is uh, it is something that I don't know that a lot of people appreciate. And Ottawa Glendorf, I spent a lot of time around talking about this a lot, that uh, they now have a 32-game WBL winning streak. It is the third longest winning streak in Western Buckeye League girls' history. And to my knowledge, the boys, who I believe are on 32 or 33 themselves, have the longest winning streak in WBL history. Both teams have won the last four Western Buckeye League championships. They'll go for five uh, this year. The girls are halfway through their WBL season. But big comeback win against Bath last night. Just a terrific performance defensively. Titans were down 10 in the third quarter, went on a 15-1 run in the third, and were able to come away with a victory. An absolutely terrific performance by a handful of different players, Kelsey Erford, Brianna Schrader, and as well as Aaron Kaufman down low, and Chloe Glenn, who ends up being our Z Sports Live player of the game. But I love that team. They just don't give up, and uh, they're not the biggest team in the world, but they will give you the biggest punch. We've got a lot of games, uh, both on KKI and on Z Sports, Z3, WZOQ coming up that are league games. you got Spencerville and Columbus Grove. Uh, the Bluffton girls just got knocked off by Paulding last night. And the boys' races are heating up, too, because tonight in the Western Buckeye League, you have the Shawnee boys. They just put on a clinic last week at 26-2. to Fourth quarter against Coldwater at home. They put up 90-some points. They uh, they have a young man scoring almost 30 points a game. He's pretty good. They are on the road at Wapakoneta. Ottawa Glendorf was supposed to play at Bath, but, uh, again, with the tragedy I talked about earlier on, that game was postponed until a later date. The girls are going to play tomorrow afternoon at about 1.30 at the Supreme Court. You're going to hear that game on WZOQ Radio. Uh, you've got St. Mary's at Van Wert, Ketna Defiance, Salina at Elida. NWC, big matchup, Lincoln View at Columbus Grove, the drive through window, Balding at Bluffton, Ada at Dulles Jefferson, Crestview at Allen East. Big Mac matchups this weekend. Undefeated Delphi St. John's travels to Fortside Fieldhouse, one of my favorite places in the entire world to take on for recovery. Minster and Coldwater is the uh, KKI game of the night. Myself and the great Dennis Cisco for sales at New Knoxville. They're only playing a varsity matchup. Low numbers at New Knoxville, unfortunately. Park White Marion Local at the Hangar at St. Henry at New Bremen. Track play sees Finley at Lima Senior, Oregon Clay at Toledo Central Catholic, Fremont Ross at Toledo Whitmer, and St. Francis at St. John's. Big BBC matchup as Arlington at Liberty Benton, North Baltimore at PG. NWCC, a big takeaway, uh, USV and Perry. I mean, <laughs> you look at that matchup and go, well, that, that makes a lot of sense. Shelby County League, Fort Loramie's in action as they are at Fairlawn. Anna at Botkins, Jackson Center at Rushi. Putnam County League has just a pair of games. Everybody else playing out of conference or in their opposite conference. Fort Jennings at Kaleida should be a good one. Continental at Miller City as the Wildcats in action. And the non-conference matchup in the area, Lima Central Catholic takes on Spencerville. A lot of big games tomorrow night as well, but uh, the Friday night, the conference part of the uh, equation and 
I've gotten to see a lot of really good teams. I'm really excited about the next week, about flying to the hoop next weekend to get to see a lot of great high school basketball talent, a couple of future Tar Heels, and they need them. Uh, they have a little bit of an issue that I talked about with a couple of coaches on this show, and I I know this is a shorter episode. I hope at least that you've enjoyed the interviews. Um, I thank you so much for listening. Next week, plan on finally getting back to normalcy out of the post-Christmas and post-travel break of having a handful of guests and really getting back into what the local kids are doing at the college level because there are a lot of young men and women who are succeeding on the floor and in the classroom at the next level. And hopefully get a chance to talk to some high school and college kids as we continue on this journey. Again, I thank you so much for listening and thoughts and prayers to the entire Ottawa Glendorf community. Have a great night, even better tomorrow, and thanks for listening to Around the Hearn. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.